podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a match preview for Villa's game against Hull City on Saturday. Hull City Tigers. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I, all, I had to stop myself from doing it. They do that weird chant, don't they? Mauled by the Tigers. Hopefully we don't get mauled by the Tigers. Oh, we might, that might be the uh, next week's podcast title. Yeah, mauled by... Oh God, I own that. <laughs> Hull City, six out of six, and the in-form Premier League team, Dan. Not in the Premier League. (laughs) Hull City, the form team in the Championship, six wins out of six, Dan, and now they come to Villa Park on Saturday afternoon. It's it's not looking good for Villa, is it? I'm going to be honest, if the podcast talking about Villa's 3-0 defeat to Wigan didn't cheer me up, you talking about is about to play the form team in the Championship, Wilder. Yeah, so... I mean, what 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 can we expect from this game? Hull are whole, uh, charging up the table. We talked about in the podcast how close it is. The, the championship generally is close and it needs one team to kind of take advantage. Hull City are that team right now. Yeah, I said to you earlier in the lift on the when we were collecting our stuff, not that that's particularly relevant, but I said to you, <laughs> I said to you in the lift that everyone keeps saying for us, well, Fulham were in such and such place and they, they made the playoffs and, and finished third. That's what Villa could do. Well, I'd say Hull are looking like they're going to do that yep. at, at the moment. They, again, they're not, I look at their team. We obviously beat them on day one of the season. You think, OK, they've got Jared Bowen, who's a, who's a very good player, but much of a muchness, really, isn't it? But they're, they're on absolute fire at the moment. We need six games in a row in the Championship. I bet that's something... I think we did do it last year, to be fair, but it's a hard, it's a hard thing to do. So credit to them, because they've spent no money. Yeah, and it's not like they're easy games, either. They beat... Leeds away, they beat Bolton six nil. They've just beaten Sheffield Wednesday three nil. You know these, they're, they're dominating teams, and and that's that's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, they they did exactly what we tried to do by by resting players for the uh, FA Cup. They lost two one, fine, and then they go out and win three nil. And that's what you've got to do. A Villa do the exact opposite. Get battered in the FA Cup, then get battered in the league as well by Wigan. So you've got two polar opposite teams right now one that couldn't be in better spirits and Villa who just seem to be sagging yeah I mean a month or so ago I would have looked at this game and thought three points three points to Villa pretty standard standard stuff will beat Hull mm. but now I look at it and think geez this is going to be this is going to be really tough on, on Saturday I'm not, I'm not particularly look, looking forward to it you even would have thought that like, the Hull fans love Tommy Alphick mm. by the sounds of it you thought that might have disrupted them a bit their their main centre back being taken taken from them but They've just picked up where they left off. They've yeah. just continued. It hasn't made a difference, has it? So they're flying at the moment. Jared Bowen's been linked with Spurs. I think I saw last, saw last week. I mean, I don't think he'll go to Spurs, but he's he's been linked there. I'm surprised he's still at Hull because he yeah. had a good season last season. Yeah. You'd think he would have got he would have got picked off. They got the lad Grzinski on the wing, who I liked when Hull were in the Premier League under Marco Silva. I thought he thought he was a good player. He he's still there. So you know what? Fair play to him. Nigel Atkins has got them going. Yeah, Nigel Atkins. Do you know what? I, I remember when Nigel Atkins got the boot from Southampton and Pochettino came in, and I just thought, that's such an unfair gig because Atkins has done so well to bring... I think he brought them up from League One. Yeah, he did. All the way, and, and he was doing well, and they were they were a consistent team in the Premier League. Obviously, Pochettino turned out to be an, an inspired choice, and they obviously made the right decision, but Atkins kind of then drifted around a little bit. He didn't, didn't really make any great impressions, and I think he had a couple of jobs. He went to Reading and didn't, didn't do great. That's right, yeah, definitely. But 
he seems to have found his form again at Hull and, and a tough gig as well it's, it is a tough gig because it's not and, and this sounds slightly disrespectful but it's not it's just real it's not a particularly glamorous place to go for players um, not to say Birmingham's the, glamorous but it, it's, it's, it's got some allure whereas, whereas I've Hull, never heard Birmingham <laughs> described as having Aston some Villa, allure Aston Villa's Aston got Villa's allure, got allure. Right. So, but, he, but he's doing really well and like you say he's managed to keep hold of these good quality players and and it's paying, reaping the rewards. Yeah, that's, like I say, fair, fair play to him. He's, he's done well. At a few, he's done well at a few clubs. I think he did a good job at Scunthorpe as well. I think he was at Scunthorpe early before he, before he was at Southampton. That's where they they picked him up from. I right. mean, if that's wrong, someone will correct me mm-hmm. in the comments. So he's he's always done a decent job in in the football league. Obviously, he had the Reading job that did didn't go great. I'm pretty sure he's had another gig in between that as well that that hasn't gone great. And I think Hull fans would have been underwhelmed when when he was appointed, but. I think they'd have been happy to stay up. Start of the season, they lost to a, a Aston Villa squad that was looking pretty thin on the ground, didn't they? And we, yeah, we, you you mentioned that early, and, and and we watched that game in separate places, but we were on the WhatsApp group, and uh, it was just it was an awful game. Hull looked terrible. Hull looked bad, and Villa looked marginally better. We, was it three? Three one. We had an inspired evening that in front of goal. Yeah, that night with people who don't really score scoring the goals for us. Yeah, and yeah, we talk about all of that. Villa, Villa in no form. Hull, great form. There's only one point difference. Hull, Hull lead Villa. That's by because they've had a win. rotten start and they've yeah. made their made their way. They've won six in a row. But could this be a catalyst for change again? I know we've talked about this for a while for Villa, but they need a result to kind of kickstart yeah. them back into back into form. I mean, at some point, there needs to be a change, isn't there? Because the longer this goes on, the more restless the natives are going to get. And none of us like Villa, Villa losing in the Championship. None of us like Villa being mm-hmm. in the Championship. But if we, c- we continue to not win games, there will be there will be a, a sense of disgruntlement in, in the crowd. It, it, I think it has the potential on Saturday to turn one of those nights, where, one of those days where you'd say... It could turn ugly here. Yeah, and because we expect to beat teams like Hull, oh, okay. and really, I th- okay, I think we should expect to beat them in some respects because we are Aston Villa. But we are where we are in the league for a reason. We're in the Championship for a reason because this I'm talking about before Dean Smith, and now I'm talking about even before Bruce came in. It's been managed terribly, and there's been a lot of short, short-term thinking before Dean Smith's come in with Villa and it hasn't paid dividends now you look at where we are it hasn't paid dividends Smith is trying to pay in a certain way and there'll be people that have played most games under Smith that long-term he'll think I don't think they're up to, up to it I don't long-term I don't see them being part of my plans but I'm going to have to play them at the moment because of the, ba- the balance of the squad and I don't think you can do wholesale surgery no. in January we need to start winning games the playoffs is I mean, we've spoken in a podcast about we look at that top six and think, can you really see any of them dropping out? If I'm being honest, I think it's a big ask. Mm. But we can still get into the top six. We should at the very least be challenging for the top six. But a few more results don't go our way for us We're gonna and the other results for the other teams. We're going to fall away and it's going to be like a 16, 17 season, our maiden season in the championship. It's going to be a season of nothing. Yeah, we're now mid-January and the... Uh, the, the, the games are ticking away at this stage. You know, yeah. it, it's a long championship season. But Still some, 19 games left. But at some point, that that becomes it becomes an insurmountable task, doesn't it? And and like you said, the, the the teams that are at the top are all good quality teams, and they're not necessarily going to fall apart like like Bristol City did a few years ago. And well, last and, season they did, didn't they? Yeah. There's, there's been a couple couple of teams like that, um, and and. The teams that are up there right now don't look like they will do. So let's get back to back to the whole game, though. How much of a changed team do you see from from the disastrous team that went out against Wigan? 
I mean, one good thing is that you'd imagine Smith would be picking Elphick's brain leading into the... And that's not the question you've asked me at all. No. But <laughs> he, he, you'd expect him to play on the... I was thinking maybe House will come in, but then I also think... Well, actually, Elphick knows these whole players because he's played with them for half of the season, so maybe it makes sense to play him. You'd think that to, he would, be he would he'd be marking their centre-forwards every day in training. Yeah. Right? I'd expect a Doma to come back in. The wingers has been quite fluid, haven't they? They've been... They've been changing. We're not sure at the time of filming whether Codgers fit. I mean, he was linked with a move to Nice as well. Apparently, mm. he was, there was some people saying he was going to France to to move to Nice. That hasn't materialised mm-hmm. at the time of filming this podcast. It was a slight knock, wasn't it? Smith said so. Maybe he'll come back into contention because, as I've said at the moment, the wingers are very, very inconsistent. There's only so many changes you can make. Mm-hmm. The wing would be the only place I look at, or potentially Hutton for Bree. They're the only changes I could see us making. Centre midfield stays the same, you think? I think at home, those three are the ones that are the... First choice right now. The first choice. They're 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 better on the ball. They're better going forward at home. I'd expect those three to play. Mm -hmm. Big game for Kalinic. First home league game. Um, Two, three, nil defeats on the bounce. Certainly not a lot he could have done on, uh, on Saturday against Wigan. It's a huge game for him psychologically, I think, yeah. and and he needs his defence to step up as well. It's it's, it's going to be a, a a back five effort, isn't it? Against yeah. Tom? I mean, I want to say, after conceding three twice, things can only get better, but then we could probably mm-hmm. go and lose three nil again. Mm. Uh, I don't put pin any blame on him for last week. Like I said in the podcast, he needs to just he needs to decide on a back four again like he did when he first came in and just play them into form like we said if Bree's going to be his right back give him a consistent run because he's not things aren't going to get better until that defence obviously you'll get injuries and you have to change but if everyone's fit things aren't going to get better defensively unless we've got that set in stone uni and things were getting better when he was picking the same back four and goalkeeper every week injuries have made us have to deviate away from that but it's a massive game for Kalinic because if you suddenly have a let in a few goals again your confidence is naturally going to be low you maybe start making panicked rush decisions that you, would, you wouldn't usually make have some rash moments as, as a goalkeeper it, it's tough as a goalkeeper to come in and have, have the start that he's had because I think psychologically and we've said before football is massively psychological it's going to play on on his mind that he, he's shipping goals and mm-hmm. he's maybe make a bad decision but Hopefully he'll he'll settle down and he'll he'll come through. Could do making a big save early on, for example, and give. Although it sounds like he did that against Wigan, yeah. But I'm I'm hearing good reviews from him, yeah, from the Wigan game. So first half in front of the whole end, demanding whole end. That that'll be a big a big show of character from him if he can come through it. Yeah. How are you feeling going into this game? And it doesn't sound positive. What what? Well, let's let's put it out there. What what are you thinking? Win, loss, draw. We need to win. I'd, I'd describe it as as must win, probably. I'm, I've got a horrible feeling I did that last week <laughs> for, the, for the weekend game because if we've got playoff aspirations, I think automatic aspirations is too much of an ass now. Yeah. If we've got playoff aspirations, we have to go on a run. And I'd say two home games in a row, Hull and Ipswich, although we've not been great at home, it's a good chance to do it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, particularly, I think you're exactly right. I was going to come on to that. Ipswich is such a massive game, and if we come into that with a bit of a lift against Hull, I mean, the heart says the heart says win. The head really 
I just don't see where it's going to come from. No. Because Hull are playing so well. But fun, football's a funny game. You know, if I was Chris Dolan, I'd say I'd take three points right about now. And Dolan will be sure, so will for sure take a draw. <laughs> like, he says on, like he says on Twitter. I'm going to go... I, I think I am going to go a draw. I think no, I'm, Tom. I think I'm going to go one all. No, Tom. Um, and goal scorer... No, except in your negative agenda. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have... Uh, Connor Hurahan to score. I'm going to go cagey 2-1 to Villa. Adoma is going to get his first goal of the season. Yeah? Yeah. I just think it's got to turn. We're a better team than what we're showing at the moment as well. I'd like to think the Wigan game really is the low point now and that the only way is up. From from there, maybe we've hit our lowest ebb and the players are going to take a look at themselves, the manager's going to take a look at himself and it's just all going to going to come together for us on Saturday. I'm fearful that you're going. I feel like you going's a bad omen, that you're going to the game. I don't know why I feel like that. Last time I went to Villa, went up to Villa Park... And the games I've been with you this season, they've all been away games, but I think we've lost every single time, haven't we? We beat Wigan 3-2. I think I've been to Villa since then. I can't remember it, though. But we, beat Vi- we beat Wigan 3-2. Yeah, we've been to a few away games and it's been drab. Yeah, it's been really, we've, really we've, lost, we've lost them all. Yeah, I just think it has to turn. It needs to turn. I'm worried. I'm worried if we go one goal down, for example, the the atmosphere is just going to come toxic. I really thought those days were behind us. I just, I just that that makes me dread the game. That makes me dread going to the game when it's like that because I hate it when it's like that. It's just mm. not enjoyable at all, mm. is it? But hopefully the players will just go out there and give give us a performance. It'll be a cagey two one, I think, if it's a two one with a hang on job at the end. I've said it in the in the podcast. We haven't really got anyone in good form at the moment, it feels like. It feels like everyone is playing badly mm. at the moment. It really is a, co- a collective thing. I don't think it's the time for scapegoats. Yep. I think it's a collective thing. Everyone needs to take responsibility for it and, and play for the badge and get themselves get themselves going again. But Hull are on good form. They're going to be coming here buzzing, whereas we might be there a bit answer. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a really difficult game, and it saddens me to say Hull City at home is a difficult game, because a month or so ago, I wouldn't have said that. Yeah, yeah, not because of anything to do with Hull, but no. because of Villa. Because they were down the bottom, and we were looking like we got ourselves together. Yeah. We've just gone... It's Smith's hit the ground running after after his first few defeats. He's gone on a great run, and I just didn't foresee this happening. And, it, and it's happened it's worrying well you've gone for a 2-1 win I've gone for a 1-0 draw let's see what happens on Saturday and hopefully we have something positive to talk about when we get together for the podcast next week let's hope so Thomas thank you ever so much for watching this video if you have enjoyed it then make sure you're giving it the big thumbs up and comment below with your predictions ahead of the Hull City Tigers game I feel like I'm alienating Hull fans who probably don't like being called the Hull City that. Tigers but hate that at the end of the day, it's their name. If you're not already subscribed to the Villa View with your post notifications on, then if you could do that, that would really help us. I think we're pretty close to 14,000 now. Yeah. We're really edging. I had a look yesterday. So if you're not subscribed to us and you watch our content, please do that because it really helps the channel grow. As I say, me and Tom are both at the game Saturday, so we'll both be knocking around for fan cams with Rollo. So come and see us and have your say on all things Aston Villa, in particular the whole game. Tom and myself have recorded a podcast earlier. We think it's a decent watch considering we've just been bashed 3-0 by Wigan. So if you go and watch an hour of us talking about that, if you compare to, again... View, views help the channel grow please watch that even if you don't watch it just click on just it just click on it once go and make, yeah. some, go and make your tea and yeah, then, let, then come let back it, and let it run sometimes I do that yeah. on videos when I'm sending Rollo files and stuff yeah just click on it for five seconds as long as the next video isn't like Villa on tour or something like that make yeah, sure you, you cut wanna, it off you don't want to be watching <laughs> no do watch Villa on tour they're very good <laughs> thanks ever so much for watching this match preview stick with the channel stick with the Villa up the Villa up the Villa Sports Social Podcast Network